Good day, beautiful podcast family. I hope that wherever you are on this planet, you're doing tremendous, and I am sending all of my prayers your way to you, your family, wishing you all the best. We have an absolutely phenomenal episode of the show for you today. We have my friend JB the Wizard back on the show, and we are talking about peace, solutions, and empowerment for a changing world. I love chatting to JB. He has such an interesting background. He's such a positive person. Um, We chat every now on the phone, and he's always got just such an amazing perspective about everything, and he also sees all the challenges that we're dealing with, so I really love somebody who's able to embody those two worlds. So we talk about um, going to going to get information versus consuming information, Um, why you shouldn't get upset when the snake bites you, why we need to train for adversity, Uh, the wizard curse word of should, Uh, going to the root of problems, the constant state of meditation, the bravery muscle, why there is no easy life, a skateboard analogy, um, and so much more. He really dropped some amazing bombs on us. He talks about how we can hold our power mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And I really like this particular tidbit and how he phrased that. So this is a very powerful episode. I know you're going to enjoy it. And if you do, please share it far and wide. Consider leaving a review in iTunes and also in Spotify. You can leave a ranking. That would be tremendous. You can become a member for exclusive content. You can do so for free or by donation when you go to mattbelair.com. And even if you sign up for a buck a month, it really goes a long way to keep this show going. And for those of you guys who want to get really clear on your life purpose and direction, you want to learn how to increase your spiritual knowledge and embodiment, and you want to learn how to master your mindset and overcome any obstacles, um, hit me up, Matt at zenathlete.com. I'd love to work with you, support you, help you. Uh, There's a lot of tools, a lot of processes, and a lot of support that can be had and just helping you guide your life um, and helping you get in the right direction and feeling back to empowered and being a part of the solution. So if you're interested in that, just hit me up, Matt at zenathlete.com. I'd love to hear from you. As always, the best way to support the show is to do three kind acts wherever you are in the world. And that is it. Let's just come uh, into a state of peace and coherence before we dive into this amazing show. So wherever you are, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and let it out slowly, filling every cell, muscle, and fiber of your being with joy, peace, compassion, faith, courage, bravery, and get ready to enjoy this absolutely exceptional episode of the show with JB the Wizard. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. As you know, we are currently overcoming extreme censorship. So if you want to support this show, please share it far and wide and help get the word out there. But the best thing you can do to support this show is to do three kind acts wherever you are in the world today. Today's guest is a master at keeping the mind calm. Everyone encounters difficulties in life and the key to living happily and successfully is solely dependent on keeping your mind calm and clear. He's worked with top salespeople, CEOs, and celebrities because they know at those levels, small tweaks can make a huge impact. Welcome back to the show, my friend, JB the Wizard. Woo! What's going on, Matt Belair? Uh, Love that name. It just uh, flows. uh, Thanks, man. Well, you're pretty good, too. Your wizard is right in your name, man. It's so good to see you again. (laughs) Birth birth name. Okay, birth name. Good to see you as well. (laughs) Yeah, man. So excited to do this. We had a chat before we started here, and we've been keeping in touch since the first podcast, and you're just so positive. If you haven't listened to the first show we did, go check that out because it was awesome. And, uh, you know, you're the person 
that's on the podcast, you know, the same uh, happy guy, you know, you're, you're dealing with your life and you're successful in a lot of ways. And you also have challenges and kids and all these different things. So and we see the world very similarly. So I just like how you always bring a positive um, perspective to everything. So for those who might be new to you, just give them a little bit about your background and we'll start to dive in on some of the things that people are dealing with today. Like, you know, uh, the current events of the time and, and staying calm and being empowered and all the good stuff that we need to deal with. And this just, chaos we seem to find ourselves in sure uh background real quick is my degrees pre-medical exercise physiology i love the body i like skateboard i was an actor in prison break on fox did commercials directed directed films uh produced um made films for fortune 500 companies uh public speaking podcaster guy and then now i really do what i've been doing. martial artist shout out matt belair representing hardcore too um <laughs> And I did voiceovers for Cartoon Network and that sort of thing. But really, it's the same thing that I've done my whole life, which is it, not only myself making sure my mind is clear, but um, when I talk with people, the thing that I see is really the truth of who that person actually is. And then all I do is really help them to live that in real life. And so that's caused me to transition into different professions but really i've been doing the exact same thing and there are a lot of things that other people are also doing that might be different professions and the goal is to be okay but what is the actual thing that fits your actual purpose and that's what helped me to arrive at the wizard uh, and i got that name from my clients you know what i mean but that's that's what's stuck you know wizard seems to be you know the thing the purpose and then really helping other people to to connect and that's where everything else opens up well, that's awesome, man. I appreciate the short <clears throat> intro. You've done a lot of amazing things. And like, every time that I want to boost, I'll kind of reach out and be like, hey, man, like, what do you think of this crazy shit that's happening? And so I, sure, a lot sure, of people yeah. are, are reaching out now um, with all the chaos. Like uh, some people have lost their jobs. Some people are just dealing with uh, like a new awakening. Like I, like a lot of people, I couldn't imagine it was this bad. You know, that's what my mom keeps saying. Uh, she kind of woke up and we say, I couldn't imagine that the system was like this, whether it's the medical or some of the, you know, the television and all the stuff that goes on behind those scenes. And so they're kind of waking up to this horrible reality. And so they have to re figure out what is going on in the world and it can be very dark. And then how do you take that and transform it and move into something positive? And so I just asked your two cents for that to begin with. Like, how do we, how do we remain positive when I, if I flip on telegram or Twitter, it's like, Holy, this is a new thing. Now we're at the digital ID stage. Now we're at the, you know, you can't do this stage, you know, who gave them the power to do anything? Like, am I not a free person here? What in the heck is going on? You know, it's really cool. The, the, I'll tell you that just uh, this straight thing that happened when you said, how do we deal with all the chaos? My first thought was, what chaos? Right? <laughs> and I think, and, I, and I, I'm que not questioning, but I'm listening to myself having that response in myself. And it makes me think that this is a really helpful answer to the beginning of that question from my perspective is that um, really, it's not that these things are not happening, but Tony Robbins when he says, you get what you tolerate. Um, I am very careful with what comes in anything in my eyes you know everything he ears the whole thing um so what i like to do is say okay they're introducing let's say whatever you just use a digital ids or this thing whatever the topic might be what i do with that is i, I want to filter it if somehow i heard that if i flick on telegram for some kind of information which i don't i don't flick on much of anything for any sort of incoming information unless i think of something then i go get information so let's say that happened 
I'm going to get information that I want. Otherwise, I'm just a freaking trash bucket taking everybody else, right? I'm just like, and there's just, <laughs> like just shitting all over me, yeah? So <laughs> let's say I go there and there's an ad that pops up and it says, did you know you're about to die instantly because you didn't get this thing or, or because, uh, you know what I mean? Did you know? Did you right? know? And I'm like, oh God, no, what? Oh, I, you know, I didn't know that, right? Or, or digital ID. So what's the first thing I think when I, when I hear that, let's say I pop on there, boom, get your digital. This happened, I was actually traveling. And then I saw, I really, I do stay like this. And I saw this thing somehow and it said, make sure you have this particular kind of ID. First thought is, okay, how are they trying to, I guess I'll use the word trap me right now. And I think that's the, the key word to that sentence that popped in my head when that happened was, how are they trying to trap me right now? Is that it's, I'm not surprised by it. And I think a lot of people experience a heightened happiness or sadness because they don't realize it's this happening. Once you realize it's a fact, you don't, your emotions don't sway so much. If, right, if you know the snake is going to bite you, if it bites you, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it bit me. You know, but if you know it's going to bite you, you're going to be like, it bit me. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of the thing to understand is like, no one's out there to help you, really. And um, they are, you know, they, the government, even other people are looking to control you. And so that might seem like a pessimistic perspective, but I just think about it from a martial arts perspective. When you train, you know, in martial arts, it's not that you expect anyone to come and punch you at any moment. It's just that if they do, you're not really surprised and it's also not a big deal, <laughs> right? Well, well, those are really great points there. Um, I remember speaking to the in-laws about it and they're always saying like, this makes no sense, this makes no sense. And if you like continue down the track, it's like, well, it doesn't make any sense if you have the idea that the government is here to help you, you know? But right, you right, 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 right. And you realize they're going <laughs> for more control and they have a different agenda, then it all makes perfect sense so you can stop being surprised and the right. martial arts analogy is really good because when i trained with the shaolin monks they they part of the training was beating the piss out of you right so you had to go there and you get my first day it was getting kicked in the back by a student and he wasn't doing it well enough so then the sifu got behind me and started kicking me in the back and it felt like a bat hitting my back it was just i could hear my lungs and insides you know making sounds i'd never heard before and this is a part of the training so it's like understanding that you know this world and what's going on you know it can be challenging but when we expect it um or train for it it's not as shocking and we can deal with it and the same thing with fighting they say it's not uh the punch that you see coming that hurts you it's the one you don't see that knocks you out and so part of that is like kind of understanding and accepting that not everything is benevolent you know, there to help you. So that's one side of educating yourself. But then some people have a challenge of, of letting that consume them, right? Because they're like, holy smokes, like, can I deal with this? And I feel like that's where you have a good balance. And you also made another comment, I think that was really important is you're not out there trying to consume or be entertained in stoicism, they'll call it a live time versus dead time, you know, eating your chips and just consuming whatever. And most of it is negative, right? In the mental nutrients, they talk about a booze and mostly negative. So you're like, why do I feel so negative all the time? You know, is it because every time I look at a plane crash and like uh telegram, and, you know, then I'm like, I feel crap, but how much are you going outside and building and creating, right? And creation is life and consuming is essentially death. I don't know. Does that make sense? Or just like yeah. pa passivity, you know, like stillness and almost, I don't know, not death, but you know what I mean? It's like the opposite. Think about it with eating. Yeah. Like if you consume, you know, it's a strong word to use, but they call consumers, which is not a good, you don't want to be that. If you're eating, if you're ingesting something, okay, 
you if you do too much if you ingest too much you're not going to feel good you're going to feel uh tired you're not you're gonna feel like, oh i gotta take a break i have to digest all this food let's say so you really want to moderate let's say the amount that you're even ingesting or using that word consuming it doesn't mean you should never eat but you want to pay attention you want to be intentional with what you eat you want to be intentional with what you listen to so the question is how do i become how how can i be intentional well it's really you just have to think a little bit and realize that the phone you're holding is your choice. Like I'm holding a phone right now. It's a choice I've made. So if it's not like I have to have a phone, you don't have to use email. There's so many things I don't do with clients or people like hiring me for public speaking things. They're like, Oh, let me just, well, you said it. Can I email you the link? I was like, no, you can put it right. You can put it in telegram. I'm not going to get like, I don't do email. Like there's so many things I don't do. Can I text you? I don't, I don't, I don't do that. You know, um, unless I've, decided I want to engage in that particular form. And now it works for me. I don't work for it. Right. And that's the big thing. You want to be, let's say, a master of your own life in every possible regard because it's your life. And there's so much of our lives that we live as slaves because of all of the should, which is a wizard curse word, the shoulds that we think we should do. Even the idea, I should have a house. I should drive this car. I should do this for my wife. I should do this for my kids. Really think for, like, think for a moment and then decide what you've decided to do for your children. Otherwise, you're still a slave of whatever programming you're from, culture, religion, state, doesn't matter. Yeah, that's a really uh, great insight, especially the should. Um, I think Mark England say you should all over yourself or someone else. Oh, that's <laughs> you're, you're shitting all <laughs> I over yourself. I said that was accident. I didn't know yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, so good, true. you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's and and we're not looking about like what and it's where we're focusing, right? We seem to always focus on what we don't have, and we focus. Uh, what is the entertainment? I was looking up the uh, the definition of entertainment, and one of the what it says. So look it up for yourself. Look up all words for yourself when you hear them. It's so important, <laughs> and then also the etymology. But it's like to hold one's attention. Right. And so whether good or bad, that's the whole point is to hold one's attention in hypnosis is the same thing. And so when mm. our attention is being held by the horror story, we can then have a much more challenging time to transition into creation or self-inquiry or even the basic level of being safe. Right, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If you don't feel safe, you're not going to drop into a state of meditation or reflection. It doesn't even need to be meditation. It's like just journaling and figuring out who you are and, and how you want to respond to the challenges you're having because you're so on high alert that you can't, you, the outside is waiting to take you out. So you can't find peace to then sit and reflect. And that, that peace is so necessary that time to sit and to reflect and to think and contemplate and go deep and then say, okay, this is challenging. And so now how am I going to move forward? Or do I just kind of like say it's too much? And people deal with overwhelm with what's going on, overwhelm, and they're not sure what to do. And they're not sure what how to deal with this big monster. So what would you recommend for people just getting started with even just processing fear, processing overwhelm, and processing like, you know, I fear for the world my daughter will grow up in if we don't change it on the global story level. But I do know, I think you alluded to it in a different example. It's just like when I look out in my world, uh, it is peaceful, you know, 90% right. right. of it. 
right? We're in the mountains. We're doing different things. It is good. It is peaceful. It's not doom and gloom. It's actually pretty good. But when I turn on the black scrying mirror, holy smokes, that sucker is on fire, you know? And it's like, <laughs> it's always waiting to knock on my door. And so I do see that. I want to educate myself on some of the challenges that may lie ahead, but I don't want to live in that and be disempowered. You know, the, the, there's a... Um... I, don't, I guess I would use the, that word perspective as well. But when we talk about what you just mentioned, let's say having the time to meditate or general reflect, I want to be very clear for anybody listening to this. It does not mean, it can't mean that you've got to go on a blinking retreat. It cannot mean that you've got to go on vacation. It cannot mean any of those things because you're just escaping and you're not solving the problem. And if you take you know, whether you're for it or against, if you take a particular medication to solve a problem, but you're continuing to do the core behavior that's causing the problem, you're, you're creating a bad cycle that's going to hurt you. You really got to go to the root. So what you and I were talking about just before we started was this constant state of meditation, constant state of, let's say that clarity. So what that looks like is that you don't need to go and retreat you're in a constant state of that. So the first steps are like, well, how do I accomplish that? It doesn't, for me personally, there's tons of what other people would classify, tons of horrible things happening. Me personally, my children, my this, 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 just so many. Oh my gosh. Now, but the thing that simply makes, uh, how is it that I could still definitely be happy or, or have this clarity? is because that's the truth. Everything else is on top. And that's an important perspective. A lot of, you could really only get overwhelmed once you've given your power over to the thing that you've seen or heard. Okay, so it's a volunt. this is gonna help somebody, go ahead. Oh, uh, well, shoot, I don't want to, but I missed something where you said that, what's the truth? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> uh, I, 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 think, I think I was saying that the truth is, um, that that foundational thing like that i think i said that it's your that it's my life right um the truth is that it's a state of peace the truth is that i'm free that's the foundation the truth is that anything on top that you hear or see is your choice if you decide you want to give your power away hi here anxiety thing you could take you could take my freedom i don't really want it anyway you've decided to do that once you realize that that's what's happening a lot of times there's going to be a lot of events where you're not going to want to do that anymore the problem is you don't realize you're doing it voluntarily that's the issue a cop pulls you a cop's lights are in your thing or or, or somebody says you got to have this this passport or, or they say um what are some things that are causing anxiety digital ids Whatever it might be, the, the banks are going to collapse. What, if you just break it down, you could go logical for a moment. Who's telling me this information? Okay, this news channel. What's the point of the news channel? To sell advertisements. Oh, okay. That really got my attention. They did a really good job. So now you can decide what do I want to do? What do I want to do with this information? Do I want, because when you start asking the question, what, what am I supposed to do with that? Well, the first question is, what do you want to do with that information? Because if you feel that you've got to act on the information you got, you've already skipped a, a step and they have you. And by they, I mean anybody. I mean Target, Walmart, Nintendo, you know, milk, whatever, wherever you, orange juice, it doesn't really matter, you know. 
oranges, vitamin C, you got to have them. Like you, you really, you just have to think for a moment. That, that's the thing I tell my children, like just pause and just like look, just listen. So any information you see coming from anywhere, ask who's telling you that. What friend is telling you that? What is the source? Is that something that you would like to hear tomorrow? Well, I feel like I just have to know. If you feel you have to know, then you are already a slave. Because now you're dependent on somebody feeding you something, even if it's information. So you've got to decide, do you want to be a slave or not? I have to do that for my job. Do you want to do that job? I have to do that job because I have to pay the bills. What bills are you deciding to pay? Like you could really, you got to go way deeper. Like, and you start to realize, oh my God, every single thing is my own decision. Well, I have to have internet because I, I half is a wizard curse word too, because I got to do a podcast. You don't have to do a podcast. Well, if I don't do a podcast, I don't know get clients. Okay. You don't have to get clients either. Like there's so many, you don't have to do anything. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. Literally, you don't, you don't have to breathe. Like it happens. You know what I mean? You don't have to eat. <laughs> like, like just take it real completely full. And it's not extreme. It's the thing that is going to wake you up. And if you truly, a person truly wants to not have anxiety, which means they truly want to be in control of themselves, if they truly do not want to feel overwhelmed, if they truly want to accomplish the goal they're going after, if they really do, they're going to have to begin to make decisions for themselves. So the process to that is thinking and questioning any and every decision you're already currently making. I have to pay the insurance bill because on my car because I have to have insurance. You don't have to have a car. Like just think it all the way through. Think it all. Well, here in British Columbia, I have to. You don't have to be in British Columbia. Think it all the way through and realize you're making decisions. And that, that's, that's definitely where I would start with that. <laughs> well, that's a really powerful process. And, it, and it's good because it gets to the root of everything, right? You just got to go layer by layer by layer. And then you realize that you can have accountability for your decisions, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the big the big key. And I feel like this awakening thing has, uh, you know, we, there's so many different crazy buzzwords going on now, but just say the, I call it the awakened person. And, and it's just like, that's a person who is, is thinking about how they can serve humanity, not just themselves. They're not just stuck in materialism, right? You, every decision you're making isn't how do I make more money to get more stuff? Right. And the other part of that is being accountable because if you're not accountable, then you're a victim. And if you're a victim, then you're not going to be able to solve any of your own problems. And that can be very challenging for most people because we are really trained to be obedient and to have stuff handed to us. If I go to school and finish this, I will get it. I'll have to do the minimum. And this is what I tell a lot of my clients or the people I coach is like most people are kind of set on what is the easiest thing I can do with the least amount of work to get to get the most amount of money. Right. right. So, okay. Sure. And then that's going to depend on your, where you grew up and your geography and your opportunities and things like that. And you all kind of scheme that then you get a job and then you figure out how to just do that as chill as possible to get the most days off to get the most amount of money. So you can go do these other things. And that's kind right. of that mindset, right. Rather than, you know, being fully accountable for who you are and what you're bringing and creating in the world. And, uh, you know, that's where the matrix will give you that back. Well, if you do this job at nine to five, 40 hours a week, you're going to get these things and you don't have to think anymore. And this is all, everything's all laid out for you. 
perfectly. When you do the entrepreneurship road or you start consciously creating your life through decision-making and knowing why you're making the decisions, uh, it's ch it's challenging. It's hard. And I had uh, Ole Demigard on, and I really like what he kept saying. He just said, if you do it, guaranteed it's going to be hard. There's no way around it. And I think that's a huge misconception in the spiritual community is this like ease, you know, get this, you know, go out on your own and begin to design your life. It's going to be easy. It can be easy from a perspective, but it's going to be challenging. And I, I see it as the middle way. I have people, I'd be curious your opinion, but I see it as the martial arts thing where, you know, you have the kind of soft qigong where you're meditating. That's kind of easy. Right. And then I'm getting hard qigong where I'm punching a tree where you've got both of these worlds that exist simultaneously and you train them both. Then you know when to use them, but it also helps uh, push the ball forward. Like is chopping wood hard. Well, it's a, it's a perspective, you know, is training for uh, a fight hard. Well, it depends on your perspective. It's maybe hard on your body and physically, but if you want to do something so to get this goal, you're going to need to put that work in. And you could say this is hard and terrible, or you could say this is a part of the process. And that's where I feel like it becomes easier. It's your perspective that allows it to be doable and easier. I'd be curious your, your thoughts on that rant. Yeah. On that rant. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I, I think it's horribly difficult. Um, so a lot of times, you know, I, I definitely am calm. You know, my sister, my parent, my family know me since I'm zero. I'm chill. You know, I have a clear head if you like, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but a lot of times I don't know how some of the things would be possible for like a normal, just, you know, just a normal person. Like it's hard. Like it's like it's really hard. So, for example, like um, even to be able to tell, like I don't do contracts, right? So they were going to pay me a decent amount of change, a couple figures to come and talk at this thing. And they were like, we'll just send you the contract. I said, I don't do contracts. And I don't, I don't do contracts. And they're like, what? I was like, that's it. You know, and that could be awkward for people. You know, that could be weird. But the reason I don't do contracts is because if I say something, I'm going to do it. Like if I, if I do a contract, I'm, in, in my opinion, I'm inherently saying that I might lie and it's because I signed this paper that I'm going to keep my word, which is silly to me. So, <laughs> so it's like, so when clients look at me, I don't have them do a contract either. And it's like, well, what if I've had, you know, because it costs a trillion dollars to work with me, right? So like one guy was like, how do I, what happens if? I was like, I don't know, you're screwed, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. But, <laughs> but that's not going to happen. But that's not going to, you know, it's a, unless, you know, God, you know, does whatever he does. And if that happens, I don't know. I'm surrounded by good people, so they'll figure it out. But that's make, living a life of alignment. You know, that's my thing, right? I'm the alignment guy. So living that life where everything is in alignment is like, I realize the more and more people who want to live or want to learn stuff from the wizards, speaking of three person, third person, how about that? But who want to live, they're, they're sometimes interested, but to do it is, is, is insane, like what I eat, when I eat it, what I wear, everything is customer hand, hand, handmade. What I wear is intentional. If, I, if this feels like alignment today, I'm putting that on. Literally, I'll get in the car and then I'll drive, but I'm not sure where I'm going. I'm going to make a left and I'll end up exactly where I need to be. Like stuff like that all the time. You and me, you know what I mean? My battery's running low, but also I was like, okay, it is what it is. But then I was like, we could reschedule. But I was like, it's now. Like I, the energy, like I could tell it's now, you know? And to live every moment of your day like that is uh 
it, it seems to be way more challenging. The, the challenge I think that people run into is how do you interact with other people? Because I don't do calendars either. And it's weird to say I don't do, but like calendars are, like you and me, I had a timer set. You said, how about this date? And I was like, I, I don't, I have no idea what's happening on the day. Like, I don't know. I know what's happening right now in this moment, barely, you know? So then I, I, I set this timer and then um, I don't, then it's out. I don't think about it, you know? Um, so how do you interact with people? It's different. That's the best way I would say it. it's different. And it can sometimes be challenging for them. But when you're living your alignment, I don't like to say your truth and stuff like that, but when you're walking in alignment, what I have found is that somehow there's this really cool contagious thing that happens and everybody kind of elevates too. That to me makes it so worth it. So a lot of the things I do end up impacting this other person will say, I did that thing. I did the thing you did and you know what happened? I'm like, what happened? And they're like this, like, oh my God, it's amazing. You know, and then it just spreads and I'm like, that's futuring, <laughs> you know, that's happening, you know? So um, I do find that when you have, I call this in my book, uh, Alignment Acme, that sold at least three copies. So in that book, <laughs> oh, <laughs> digital, okay. In that book though, I talk about the bravery muscle. And once you know what your alignment is, you still got to flex that bravery muscle. And that's horribly difficult because you've got to make a decision to stop living a lie that you've built up for decades and start living the actual truth. I find that to be completely challenging. And so when I come, by the time somebody's engaged with me, you know, I'm there with them and they're very serious and make sure they're serious so they can take the action stuff, but it's still very hard. But if they're not engaged, I am typically shocked if somebody would do what they should do that's in their alignment because it's just so, so hard. It could be divorce. It could be moving. It could be whatever. It could be a lot of different things. And, and again, it's impossibly difficult. It's possibly difficult. Might be a better way to say that. So I don't say impossible. Um, but anyways, uh, yes, yeah, so I do think it's very, very, very challenging spiritually, physically, whatever. But if you can do it, oh my gosh. The rewards are your freedom. Beautiful, man. Thanks I love my rant. Yeah, beautiful, <laughs> man. Well, I, I love the idea of the bravery muscle. It's so true, right? That's the the challenge part. And I like I, you know, I see some, and that's why I brought it up because I see some people out there where they say, oh, it's supposed to be easy. Um, but in my, you know, or they said everything's supposed to be an F yes. And then I just try to go on my own experience and think if that's true. And I think, well, from all the professional athletes I worked with or the people who were successful in their businesses, that did not hold true. So what are the no results way. you're going for? Now you can do it with perspective, right? And, and so I feel like people get these red herrings and we do because we're conditioned to want to have the hack, the easy route. And I am no different. I've spent a lot of yeah, my for life real. looking for the easy way. I'm reading the law of attraction. I'm reading- me? I'm reading how to <laughs> meditate and pull shit out of the quantum field. I'm getting into all that weirdness. And yeah. I, re I remember I was doing about 45 minutes of visualization a day on snowboarding specifically. And, but I'd have all these goals that I had. Right. And then I came a point where snowboarding wasn't my highest uh, intent. I, I wanted to travel now. 
I wanted to do different things. I had kind of done that uh, snowboarding and coaching around the world and working with professional athletes and running camps and doing all this awesome stuff. I loved it. But now it's like, oh, you know, I'm going in that space. I'm not getting the same energy, the same excitement and enthusiasm. So even meditation where it's kind of almost passive, it's like an active visualization where you guys sit and, uh, down and do it, the, the energy wanes. So I had to change what I went into that state for, but that was still work. That still wasn't nothing. Mm. And it's still not easy. It takes discipline. Even though I'm not doing anything physically hard, I actually have an easier time going to the gym and training and going out and yeah. doing physical than I do is sitting down and be like, oh, I'm going to do this. <laughs> you know, it's just like, and, and then, but you, you had to make the decision bravery muscle after you got the clarity through your meditation, that snowboarding stuff wasn't, that's where it gets tough. Because you got the clarity. You're like, oh, okay, I'm done with that. Well, what do you do next? That's the tough part. And then let's say you get the answer. If I just knew what to do next, then no, no, but it'll be hard after that too. So then you find out what you're doing. Like, There's no easy part. You know, like once you get to once you get to a particular, just stop looking, man. You know, you just stop. It's not as long as you're on this planet, it's a it's a that part's a bit shite. You know what I mean? But like enjoy that's why that's why you've got to enjoy each other process. Because if you don't, it, it does become pointless because enjoy each part of the, so, so at this point, when I'm getting ready to be on the podcast with you and then my phone's about to die, you know, I'm, 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 we're, we're smiling, we're laughing, we're talking, I'm driving, I'm getting to the, because this has happened a trillion times, right? It's like, oh man, there's this thing or there's this event or there's this celebrity calling me right now. Oh, and then every problem in the book happens. Every problem, you lose reception because of bird, who knows? So once you just get used to like all that stuff happening, you don't you don't even care about ease anymore because you're like, yep, oh right, yeah. And you're not pessimistic. You're just like, it's just like, I don't know, somebody just flicking you a little bit. You know what I mean? It's just a thing, like, oh, okay, cool. Or it's a bug on you that you're not worried about. Or you don't panic if it's a tarantula. Just stay chill. That's the thing. Stay chill. Hashtag stay chill. And then the <laughs> mind can stay clear, and then you'll know what action to take. And then that's it. But as far as ease goes, my gosh. I mean, that kickflip you sent me, man, that that looked pretty effortless. You know what I mean? But, it, you know, that was like, you know, I'm, I'm man, still struggling with it. But anyways, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not I'm not bitter or bothered or angry <laughs> or angry or like depressed. But, not just, <laughs> but like there's that. Right. So you, so you send that and that can look effortless. But that's also not your next goal. Right. Your next goal would be something else and that process will have the same challenges that the getting to the kickflip had <laughs> yeah so well, once you master it you, you know you're gonna move on to the next one well skateboarding is such a brilliant analogy for life i think jordan peterson even has a chapter in his book that says don't disturb kids while they're skateboarding skateboarding is so hard and it just teaches you that basically yeah. everything is failure you just yeah exactly. if you want to fail a thousand times and then a thousand yes. more and then <laughs> slightly succeed and then just continue to fail. <laughs> exactly. you know? It's just so frustrating. Totally. You know, and totally. it's like yep. I can't I can't imagine like how many times I've come back and just told the wife and I was just like, I hate snowboarding. Like I hate I, I, I hate skateboarding. I hate skateboarding. Like, oh my god. And then the next day I'm doing it again, you know, because right, it's just right, right driving me nuts and then yeah and that's so important to have that perseverance you know what i mean and and over a while though it then looks effortless right over a yeah, while yeah, yeah. over years of intent right. and dedication mastery going through the process then that's why i feel like if you learn to master anything 
art, music, sport. And that's why I'm very passionate about sport and martial arts. It teaches you how to master anything in life. If you can go through that process to become a very high level, you can go do it again. You can start from scratch and then become very high level at absolutely anything, including the most important thing that you're speaking about alignment. And I talk about that quite a bit as well. When I, I call like life purpose or life direction, it's not a set goal, right? It's not, Oh, you know, mm. JB got on, um, well, you're on Broadway or something crazy like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm on Broadway. It's all done. You know, I did it. Right? A lot of people's goal, young actors, right? I'm on Broadway. It's all done. You know, oh, crap. I got a kid now. Okay, now what do I do? It's like, oh, I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to do this series. Oh, that's all done. I'm done now. My life purpose is done. <laughs> it's a direction. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, shoot. Like, you think that would make it easier. It just it equips you better for greater challenges, right? And right. so uh, understanding that process, I think, is important. And then engaging in something to a level of mastery I think is important too, even if it's a hobby, something that you love because you can carry that to anything else. It's interesting, you know, speaking of, speaking of skateboarding, but the perspective is that we were, I was in the skate park just uh, two days ago and uh, my, my mom was with me and I said, mom, watch, watch, just watch for a bit. Look, every single person here, they're all going to fall. Look, that just happened, just happened, just happened. This guy's like, this guy's super good watching, watching and fall and fall and fall. The expectation with skateboarding is like 95% will fail. That's the expectation. No, no skater goes out. I was like, ah, I'm gonna go for this trick. I'm gonna land it first try. That's why first try is a joke. That's why first try is like a joke. Like you don't usually do anything first try, except for the kickflip you sent me. But anyway, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it's not first try, like, or, or the next thing you're going for. Nothing is that. Like really, whatever you're going for next is expected. You're not gonna land it right. You're gonna fail. You're not gonna be happy with how you landed it most like literally 90 something percent you just go to skate park fail, fail. What, who's doing anything here except for falling and concrete freaking hurts so then you land it and if you're you know family like you're supposed to be then if you if you've seen that guy work on that trick for however long you bang in your board yo he did it yo he landed that oh my god it's a shock that's the thing it's su it's such a shock when the person lands the trick and i want that to be a perspective on life the success is the shock you just expect to bang the concrete a trillion times. But we go and skate anyway. We love skating anyway because that's our culture. That's who we are. That's what we do. And that's how you do it with life. And that's how you do it with your goals. You expect to be, oh, my gosh, the government's doing bling. That's just a concrete smack. Boom. Just expect it. Boom. Then, then the government sends you, you know, $10,000. That's you landing the trick once. Don't expect it again. Just like, whatever. Awesome. And then boom, you get smacked. Oh, by the way, we sent it to you so we could track your, your newborn forever so they become safe. <laughs> just expect that. Oh my God, I can't believe you. Wait, you thought they're just sending you just because they want it? Like, just come on, yeah. Like, just, just have the skateboarding perspective where they expect to get busted by the concrete, be happy when you land it, and then get you, you know you're going to fall again the next time. And even once you drop in properly in a nice steep drop in, one of these times, somehow, even though you're all great at it, you will smack your face and it's going to hurt hard. You know what I mean? Like something is going to be off. I don't know what it's going to be. The pole wasn't, you know what I mean? The pole when you're snowboarding wasn't, um, what was the skating? Wasn't waxed in that spot. So you, so you bite too much and then you go forward. Something's going to happen, you know? Bro, it's like what you're saying. It's like, I have that exact analogy and I, I slammed so hard. And like all the kids at the skate park, they call they call me like something from a video game, Kratos. I think it's like God of War or something because I got the huge beard uh -huh. and I'm usually shirtless because I'm sweating my ass <laughs> off because I'm like 38 <laughs> still skating. But I just oh sl God. slam like this like 
drop in, right? And that I've done a thousand times for you no <laughs> for no reason at all. Yeah. So hard. Yep. And there's just this sweat, Sign. just like all oh, like thing. And everyone just goes, oh, and it's like it's not a tiny little kid fall, you know? So right. yeah. I know. I know tiny little kid fall. <laughs> I heard so much more the older you get. Yeah. And it's like yeah. that's that's the crazy. That's that's exactly right. I didn't even need to tell you that analogy, but that's it, right? Yeah, no, it's so yeah, it's funny. so perfect for life. So, you know, you talk a lot about alignment, like how I think I'm I'm dealing with this, too. I, I think I've dealt with it my whole life and we probably touched on it last time. Th- these are the big themes and I'll just kind of give them to you. You know, I look at the world and like, why don't we have peace now? You know, why is it that when I look at these systems and I educate myself, it's the opposite of what should be, you know, oh, these public officials should be helping us and we should have the greatest educational system and healthcare and everything. And then you kind of start looking in like these private interests, you know, maybe aren't creating systems that are for our benefit. So you got to figure out an alternative. Okay, there's that. So why aren't we moving towards peace cooperation? Well, I know that I can do that in myself. So I've come to that conclusion. Uh, Then I look at the world that they're painting for us. And I'm like, okay, I don't think that this technocratic enslavement is going to succeed. Uh, But at the same time, you know, it's, it seems to be creating this divide my thought is that they're going to fail and people like you and i and others who in their heart are making decisions based on good and cooperation and not harming and suppressing and and hurting other people or making them do anything we're going to be creating solutions but it doesn't mean that this time is easy now and then just getting stuck in the fear of it because now i have you know a daughter and i know you have kids and i'm like oh you know well how can i keep them safe you know how can i get as many you know, squirrel nuts, you know, the squirrels, they harvest for the winter and they get enough. And I fear that now that as a dad, I was, I had almost no fear as a young man. And now that I have, you know, have a family, I'm like, well, how do I protect them for infinity? You know, so how do you deal with those concepts in your life and with your kids and people you work with? Yeah. So I've got seven kids, right? Yeah. It's nuts. And they, yeah. And they, yeah. And some are young, a couple, couple months up to like, you know, uh, 14. So that so I've got so there's that right and so I'm I'm building world of futuring so I created something called futuring which is really uh, living in in the world that you design now right so it's it's called futuring there's a whole everything to it and I, I'm building that it actively is uh, and we're beginning with uh, I, I won't say the name yet um, the other stuff is copyrighted but just the cafe right and so uh, in a location which you know where that is so we will, we'll, we'll hear more about it but that's a that's an actual place think disney world theme park okay think disney world theme park harry potter dr seuss that's futuring and it's an actual physical place so when we say we look in the world why don't we have peace now well we've never had peace i'd like to start with that so whether you go back i'm jewish so if you go back in the torah at the very our beginning you got brother literally murdering and slicing up another brother. Like there just never has been like, just get, get comfortable with that. So, but then, then you had in a certain area of time, Shlomo Melech, who was the king uh, of Israel after uh, David Melech, he was the king. And there was a, a time of peace in that area. It doesn't mean there was no war there or there. So when we say, when I say world, all the thing I think about is there are areas where somebody's not running right now towards me with machete they might be running at me right now with a lawsuit they might be running at me right now with a hate hate hateful word or speech so it's still war happening so i have to decide what am i this is what you've been saying from the beginning creating and so when i have a decision to make i'm going to use the word calories for a moment it costs me 1000 calories let's say to defend 
to block whomever is coming at me with the hatred or the hurt or the machete because they're sad. They're sad, they're hurt, they're angry, they're anxious. I don't, I don't even say they're selfish because that's still coming from something else. I'm not saying they're greedy because that's still coming from something else. It's still coming from a fear. So they're afraid, sad, hurt, angry because of something. So I could spend that thousand calories defending that repeatedly, or I could spend the same thousand calories building. If I continue to defend, this will never get built. This comes back to a decision. So I'm building actively a physical, let's call it Disney, it's a wizard world. That's how one of the ways I'm solving that problem. Now, is it going to be 2 trillion acres? No, it's a location. And that's where I'm starting. Okay. And then it will spread to you and it will spread to the next person. How long is it going to take? I don't know. I just know that that's what I'm, I would use the word supposed to do. That's what I'm here for. And that's my world. Anything that's not that is not, this is, this is big. Anything that is not that is not my world. Traffic doesn't exist in World of Future. Um, hatred, anger, say, humans are humans, some people will say. You know, so those do, those do, but Future has systems set up. Well, there are other systems set up too. They didn't work. Why would yours work? I don't know. I don't know. But the concept was still built on alignment. So instead of me being bothered with this particular government who's telling lies or trying to come in it. What I'm doing is I'm building my own world, you know? And, and Walt Disney made a comment to this guy. He said, man, I really think you should run for mayor because you're a good guy. And I believe it would really help. And, and Walt Disney said, why would I run for mayor when I'm already king? And that's my response as the wizard of future. When it comes to the world, what I know is my world. Everything outside of that world is outside of that world. So when I decide to engage, it's a decision. And we could say, well, if I live in a place where the world is coming to knock on my door and it's forcing me to update my ID card or else, because it's always going to be some kind of a threat, I'm still faced with a decision. What do I want to do? What decision do I want to make? How can I move? I don't have enough money. How can I move? I have money, but I don't know how to get, you know, nine people out of this location. If, you have to think, how, how can you? I don't know. How do people get out of the Holocaust? Some people did, some people didn't, <laughs> you know? And so what we got, what, what I look at is the world that I'm creating. As I'm creating, I'm d deciding not to engage or defend my calories in that area, but rather to create what I want to see. And I bring my children along for it with that. So we, we've got for years now, even this morning, this morning, designing what's on our, and this is not just about creating a restaurant or creating a theme park. This is about completely, I guess I would say the word, I don't want to say change the world because those who want this will simply connect to it. Those who don't simply won't, right? And my belief is that once people connect to it enough, they'll start to say the alternative really sucks. And other people will give it a whirl and say, hey, that's not that bad. I'd like this too. And that's, that's, my, that's how I address, quote unquote, this world. So some people will say, how can I be a part of it? Some people will say, I want to build a world like that too. I think, I think what's really helpful is to know that anything that you that is happening in a way that you don't like or agree with is something that you're deciding to engage with 
and you can equally decide to disengage. I think that that is a very, and this, this comes back to the bravery muscle. 90% of people will not change their country. They won't change their language. They won't change their diet. They won't change. It's easier to be bothered than to actually do something. So we can boycott, which I think is helpful sometimes. And we could also create, which I think is helpful sometimes, you know? So, so that's the way I, I address that with my family. And there are moments where the outside world, that's not the world of featuring, uh, permeates our world. <laughs> permeates our world. You get Pearl Harbor happening, right? It permeates our world of featuring. What we have to know, just like sickness, is how do we surround that virus and get it out of the body, right? So it could permeate your world from an email, a text message, a phone call, a door knock, um, whatever it could be, something you see on the news, that's permeating your world. What we have to do is figure out, okay, that permeated my world, my mindset, my thought, my perspective, the anxiety, it's a trigger for me. Great, I recognize it. How can I get that out? One of the best ways to get it out is to simply continue creating. Once you do that in this direction, the thing, let's say the blood cells surround it and push it out anyway, because it doesn't belong. It only belongs once you stare and fester at it and you're on its level and you stay at its level so it stays in your environment. When you create and you build, you elevate to a different level and you leave that behind. That's the best way I could paint that picture. Wow, man. Well, you shared a lot of great insights there. The, the last one was uh, especially key. I was going to speak on something else, but the idea that when you are faced with a challenge to continue to create rather than stare at that, whether it's, uh, I don't know, something on your relationships or government or uh, job loss, you just focus on creation, I think is a, a powerful remedy. And it makes sense because what I was going to touch on was the idea of your calorie analogy where you have the same amount of energy protecting or focusing on what you don't want essentially and that's the law of attraction 101 focusing on what you don't want or what you do want you're going to get more up and when you focus on what you don't want um if you think about hawkins scale of consciousness or you think about energy right and how you feel so you're probably if you don't want it you're probably going to be anxious and afraid and uh, and a lower energy it's not a very positive joyful uplifting thing but when you're focused in an alignment and you're creating something that you're passionate about now your energy level is much higher right and so you're in that state of being throughout the day and then like you're saying it is a choice it doesn't mean that all that stuff doesn't exist all the negative stuff it means that you're going to do something to create it so one of the examples i shared with my um, family members because they were kind of struggling with all the stuff i said okay well if you're really upset with what's going on with the kids and schools and some of the stuff that's going on right now. Well, what don't the kids have? You know, what, is there anything that you could think of that you could create that would be beneficial for kids at this time? And if they focused all their energy on creating that benefit or that service or that thing that they feel would benefit children, they're going to be a lot more inspired. They're going to have different conversations. They're going to be directing their will in a different way rather than this passive energy of receiving information feeling in a negative state and using the same amount of calories as you put it, um, you're kind of 
fearing it and protecting what you have. So those are uh, really, really great points. Um, we only got a few minutes because I know you got a hard stop in, in a few. So why don't you share anything that you wish that I'd asked, anything you want to leave the listeners with? And we'll probably have to do it again and again, because these are always great uh, chats, man. And I wanted to have you here for an uplifting one, because you're somebody who sees the challenges of the world, but you don't let it bring it down. And uh, I think that you have a very balanced way of viewing things. And then also, um, you know, not shut like, no, this doesn't exist. Like, no, this is challenging. Yes. And we're going to do this instead. So I think yeah. that's so key. Totally. That's, that's right. It's not like, no, 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 there's no problem. No, that's a horrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really, really, you know, I thought that, uh, it's actually just today. Actually, I was like, no, look, yeah, no, that's actually horrible. <laughs> that's, that's really, really, you know, that, you know, uh, and now what are we going to do about it? You know, and, and uh, how do we want to position this? You know, we, I guess the, a big strong thing is, you know, finding your power position and realizing so many times you have voluntarily given that power away. You have voluntarily lost, voluntarily lost before anything even happened. And if we can simply, I guess I would say, stop doing that, there's so much cool victories. I was dealing with something today and I was explaining what I was going to do. And then the person I was explaining it to was like, yeah, but that's that's not what he's thinking. And I was like, so I'm like, I don't know how more clearly to say I'm really not concerned with what he's thinking. What's going to happen is this whole thing is about to be flipped 180 degrees and he's going to see what's what's going on. And they were like, what? And I was like, so just watch because like, you, you, you know, you'll see what's going on. And when you are, I guess I would say, you know, wanting to create good in the world and positive positivity in the world, there's no question about it. If you're sure that you're in alignment, you know, you want to create good things, then it's pretty easy to recognize when something is not. You know, and then it's also easy to recognize, well, hey, look, I don't think you're seeing, surely, unless I'm missing something, help me to, am I missing something? Okay, no, I'm not. Okay, great. So then here's the answer. And it's going to look like this. You know, once you realize and you don't voluntarily roll over, um, there are so many cool solutions that you can find. So if you don't like what's happening in the schools, if it's your kids, your kids don't have to be in the schools. If if it's mandated, like in certain countries, that your kids have to go to the schools, change country. Like, if it's hard to change country because that government, which is happening to a friend of mine, will not let you out of the country because your own family member is telling that government what's happening and the government stole your passport. You can tell this is a real situation. You know, so the thing is, like, I'm telling you, like, I'm aware of and it happens, you know, those are actual horrible situations. Like, actually. Now, what can we do about it? You know? that that's the big thing i want to do well you know we can and it's the thing moving from victim to action you know when i hear something about that or whether it's human trafficking or if it's just this person that can't get out of the country my first thought is like okay what can we do about it and then what are we going to do about it and let's do something about it so i still like wow that's wrong i can't believe they're doing it well believe they're doing it it's happening what are we going to do <laughs> what are we going to do about it next you know because that's that's just how we're, that's so wrong yeah yeah it is but it doesn't matter it's happening so what 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 can we do so i like to look at the action steps we could take i would say to anyone do not i don't know let's don't do it that way let's say hold on to your power there is no need to voluntarily give your power away to anybody and everyone else subconsciously mentally emotionally or physically 
Um, when you decide that you no longer want to give your power away, what is it that you want to do with your life and with the power that you have? And let's start creating that. Even if it's a small step, that next step, action step that you take doing what you know you are, I guess I'd use the word supposed to do, that's a tricky word. Um, that's what matters, it's this moment. It's the reason why you fall when you drop in from skateboarding, even though you've done it a thousand times or you do ollie, it's because each moment is a moment you've got to be present for. And sometimes we get so used to habit or mastery that we think we no longer have to be in that moment because we're a master. And that's when you trip. Being able to be in each moment is the way you'll know what to do next, what action to take with the full power that you have because you haven't voluntarily given it over psychologically, which I think is the biggest one, to a person, government, belief, rule, or theory. That's against the law. Question the law. And then you'll find out that even the police know it's against the law or the lawyers know it's against the law. And just because you thought for a moment, the judge will say, yeah, you're right. And you go, oh, I'm right? Yeah, because you used your mind. Turns out you didn't have to swallow that. Just ask them, you know? So that, that's where I would leave people in their thought process. I love all that, man. It's been a pleasure speaking with you again. Thank you for all those insights. They're helpful for me too at the end. Like I love, I love those insights. The idea yeah. to not psychologically give your power over to the government and doing the law summit, that was the whole thing was volunteering. It's all this volunteer and volunteer and volunteer scenario. And then the idea that you're adding is volunteering psychologically, volunteering psychologically to be afraid of the scenario because it is a choice. Although it is a, uh, I don't know. It's weird because for me, like, yeah, the government can scare me, but it doesn't scare me to go into a ring and fight someone. You know, you normally right. people will be fat, like afraid that someone's going to punch them in the face. And, and I expect them to try. <laughs> right, but, I've, but, right, I, right. but I've made myself equipped with enough knowledge to handle that situation. So if there's something that's scaring you, you can also train yourself to have the, uh, the skills and knowledge necessary to stand up to that. Right. But the key sometimes is just it's just a few a few questions because the government is scarier than getting punched in the face because the threats they're threatening is your time. Time is expensive. Money is very cheap. So if they take your time, meaning put you in jail and then you're not with your daughter, that hurts differently. Punch in the face would be welcomed. And they know that, which is why they use it as a threat. Once you realize that, once you realize that and then you can then decide if you want to be afraid of that threat anymore. Then once you're finished being afraid of even the threat of being not with your daughter, how would you solve that problem? Like, just go there. That is what loosens the grip on what their threats are. Once you no longer have that threat, your mind is clear. And then you start finding answers that don't put you in that scenario at all. I have to think about that one. That is the biggest fear ever, just not being yeah. with my daughter. And I, I can't, and what would I do? Not, I'm not, I can't do anything then. <laughs> Writer letters. It's horrible. I know. <laughs> yeah. Psycho that, seven. Psycho that, yeah. 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 I wow. love my kids so much, man. And and, and yeah, people know too. that. And yeah. when uh when people find out, just like, and I just expect it, right? Just as warriors, I expect someone to figure out how to exploit me for that particular weakness. I expect it. So once they do that, it could be mafia stuff where they threaten, like just you know, 
you have to prepare yourself for that. What does that look like? And then how do you free yourself even from that? Otherwise, you become a, a slave to the person giving that threat. Yeah. And, and it's not even to say it's going to happen. You know, it's just mm -hmm. the idea of it, you know, can lock and fixate your mind there. And then again, you're giving those calories there, right? When you got to yeah. focus on the creation. So, man, powerful stuff. Uh, crazy ending. <laughs> right, right, right. I, 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 I appreciate you. Where can people find you? Because I know you got to jump and get going. Yeah, jbthewizard.com and in Telegram, it's jbthewizard. Right on. You're the man. Check out JB's work. Uh, he is an exceptional coach and speaker so if you want someone awesome to be near and around you and your business or company or whatever hire this guy he's the man and i uh, just appreciate uh, hanging out and chatting with you buddy good to see you thanks so much brother all right you too bye right, take care peace there you have it ladies and gentlemen the absolutely amazing jb the wizard i hope that you enjoyed that show and if you did please share it far and wide consider leaving a review become a member at mattbelair.com uh, for free or by donation for exclusive content uh, check out the telegram and the socials i'm posting mostly on telegram also doing some youtube shorts as long as i'm allowed over there so we will see how this goes going into 2023 um exploring with some new apps one of them called the wisdom app where you just do really short uh audios and some other ones that might make it a little bit easier for me to engage with you and to do q a so if you have any questions comments concerns you want to get in touch with me just hit me up matt at zenathlete.com i am over on instagram so just hit me up over there as well and I would love to hear from you. So thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you very, very much. Thank you to everyone who's become a member, who's contributed, who's listened, who's shared, who's taken a moment to leave a review. They all help. Uh, you can now do a rating in Spotify as well. So if you want to quickly just find the show and do that, that would be tremendous. Um, but that's it, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And let's come into a state of peace and coherence before we end this show. Wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and let it out slowly, filling every cell, muscle, and fiber of your being with peace, joy, contentment, courage, faith, and get ready to enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.